0: Another, because this is the second one another episode of what
1: the unnamed podcast the unnamed With podcast. <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
0: Uh, yeah we're we're not named yet but here's the thing if you're listening to this right now our next episode is gonna be a live episode after a certain adventure that we'll talk about today and during that live episode we'll have you guys vote on the two choices should we give them the two choices now
1: yeah absolutely option number one is mountain monkeys
0: mountain monkeys m-o-u-n-t-a-i-n-m-o-n-k-e-y-s
1: good <laughs> someone was a teacher
0: m-i-c-k-e-y mountain monkey show so mountain monkeys is option one what's option number two
1: option number two is canyon brats
0: canyon brats c-a-n-y-o-n-b-r-a-t-s
1: <laughs> you're a fast speller
0: yeah i try to be I'm not a micro-machine guy. You remember that guy? You're No. Nah. You the dramatically detailed, terrifically trimmed replica of the real thing that holds 25 micro-machines with fabulous, fantastic features. Two totally terrific elevators, real working hoist, runway, and two cargo arms. The new micro-machine aircraft carrier place that from Galoob. Remember, if it doesn't say micro-machines, it's not the real thing. Yeah. yeah. So we're putting it out to you guys. Live episode. It'll probably be happening later into next week, I would say. Yeah. Well, whenever this week. comes out. Yeah. Um, after we do the adventure, look forward to... Uh, Checking that out and, and becoming a part of it. That's what I think will be really awesome. So go ahead right now and start thinking of questions. Well, they don't know the adventure. They don't know what questions they're going to have. As you listen to this adventure, think about questions for our next adventure. That's not going to make any sense to them at all. <laughs> okay, it will.
1: Well, at least they can think about what podcast name they like the best. you're <laughs> ready to cast True. your vote.
0: Yeah. The way to cast their vote would be to, uh, during the live episode, comment in the chat or somehow send us a message.
1: <laughs> and while you're in the habit of voting, um, it's November 5th, so everyone should vote for that as well. If you're not registered in Arizona, it's too late. But if you are, mm. do your civic duty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can edit that out.
0: <laughs> Why? Voting's important. It. it is. No,
1: I just thought you were
0: going to go on a political rant or something. <laughs> no, not at like, all. I'm not, not telling
1: not- people how to vote.
0: Yeah, not here.
1: Vote your conscience, everyone.
0: Vote your conscience. Okay, so, <laughs> so vote mountain monkeys or canyon brats. You will help decide what the name of this podcast is going to be. <laughs> all right. So today's episode is uh, part one of two. And hopefully, hopefully, it just doesn't become a part three. Oh, yeah. Because we went on an adventure. An adventure. And it was to summit Zoroaster Temple in Grand Canyon. Uh, we'll talk about different summits that we've done and gotten all that here in a little bit but Zoraster was the one that we attempted in the spring I believe it was somewhere around May oh gosh April May I think it was May Um, (laughs) and uh, we did not succeed in getting the summit and we'll talk about that in this episode about not succeeding but we've got it on the docket now for this coming weekend to give it a second go and so the next episode part two is going to be a live episode where we're going to talk about the success i'm just gonna say it right now we succeed at getting that summit this time mm-hmm. and so we'll discuss all the differences possibly the different things that happened um, the adventure that we had on that so it's kind of cool i like that
1: yeah i think it was march
0: oh all the way back in yeah. March. yeah
1: yeah it was before i lived in flagstaff and that was mid-april I think it was all the way back in march
0: wow well <sighs> well you can fact check it and, uh, <laughs> sit down or stay standing <laughs> grab a beer and enjoy The Intername Here podcast. (laughs) Cool. Um, I'm thirsty.
1: I'm really thirsty.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's uh, open up the fridge. Oh, well metaphorically, because we're not near a fridge right now, but uh, we've got a couple libations here. What are you going to be sipping on?
1: Gosh, um, I feel like I'm going to mispronounce this. Uh, a lager
0: mm-hmm. provided Oh, you, you pronounced by... that perfectly.
1: Thank <laughs> you. That's not the part I thought I was going to mispronounce. Oh, sorry. Um, given to you by the lovely Evan from Drinking Horn Meadery. Uh, this is two podcasts in a row that we're promoting Drinking Horn Meadery, so uh, if you want to... <laughs> Take that as a hint to sponsor our podcast, Evan and Kelly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you, oh, you want me to open it?
1: Yeah, I definitely do.
0: Okay, so we don't have an opener, so we're using keys.
1: Yeah, I took my bottle opener off my keychain. Um, you know, back actually, in my early carabiner. 20s.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. It's not cool anymore? It was
1: cool when I was like 18.
0: Yeah. So I'm actually gonna use the carabiner. Oh. Back in the day, we used to use, whoa, use this method. This is great audio, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And I, wow. Okay, well, this old 700-year-old brewery German beer, which we actually had, didn't we have this in the last episode too?
1: No, we had um, that combination, remember? Oh, yeah. Of the mystery beer that was in your fridge for Lord knows how long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wow, this is really... You've got so... How, why do you have so much on your keychain? <laughs> I, I don't think I
1: know what most of those keys are. Some are probably from my last two jobs. Yeah. Thank you. All
0: right, so ABK uh, from a 700-year-old brewery. Oh, I'm so Which? thirsty. So I'm probably going to sip on a little bit of that, but if I could have my whiskey glass, please. Of course.
1: <laughs> I will also be providing updates throughout the podcast on Game Seven of the World Series, which we should be watching right now, oh, yeah. the Sports Astros ball. just scored. Woo hoo!
0: Yeah, I'm going no. for Astros. Are you? Yeah, I I'm have going the whole for time. The Nats
1: you can do that? Oh no, I didn't.
0: Why are you going for the Nats, the Nationals?
1: Because I lived in DC for a year and a half, and I went to quite a few Nationals games because tickets were like ten dollars.
0: Cool. Well, cheers. I've got very little whiskey here, but I'm drinking a rye whiskey. Mm, oh, speaking of which, yeah, one of the things on the list that I definitely want to bring to Zoroaster is a good scotch.
1: <sighs> mm. I will not be bringing <laughs> scotch to Zoroaster.
0: No, you will not. What will you be bringing, drinking wise? Anything?
1: I'll, I have to bring a beer for the summit. It's tough.
0: It, I mean, okay, so. Oh, weight wise? Yeah, Absolutely. beer is tough to have as a summit. Well, it's not tough. I mean, it's not like going to break the bank or your back. But it's different than than whiskey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, last, what do, what do we bring last time? I remember one of them was key lime pie.
1: I have no, I don't remember. Yeah,
0: good. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. It was back in March. What are you gonna bring this time? Do you know?
1: I don't know. <laughs> All right.
0: So let's let's Stay get started. Stay tuned. Yeah.
1: During oh. the live episode, you will find out what I brought to drink at the summit. Yeah. That's not a and reason it, to listen. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to give a suggestion right now while you're listening to this, if it's quick oh, enough,
1: you
0: then you can, uh, yeah, comment. If you
1: want to Venmo me um, a Summit beer, I don't know what my Venmo is, but it's something along the lines of Carrie Henderson. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should get people involved with that.
1: Yeah, like, oh, um, Venmo beers beer, for sure.
0: Beer run or Summit, Summit, beer, Summit beer pledges, and then we'll give them shout outs. There you go. There you go. This idea was born. Write it down. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, no more talking BS. Let's get into it. Mhm. So back in either March or April or May, probably March, we uh, decided... Well, let's let's rewind.
1: Yeah, let's back all the way up.
0: Yeah. Oh, back that thing up. <laughs> all right.
1: Hey, family friendly.
0: We're back... No guess. way. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are we backing up to?
1: Um, Maybe how we... Started doing summits and why we love them, yeah, and why we want to do Zoroaster.
0: Cool, absolutely. I and you both uh love the canyon long time before now. <laughs> I, love wow. time. <laughs> I love Canyon
1: Long. I love Canyon Long.
0: Okay, so I definitely have had a love for the canyon before I started doing summits or even thinking about summits. When you look down at the canyon from the rim at least in my eyes, I'm like, and I've been a climber for a long time, for like pretty much 20 years now. And I would look at those and be like, oh hell no.
1: <laughs> it's so funny because I, for years, spending time in the Grand Canyon, running rim to rim to rim, hiking, backpacking, I didn't even notice there were summits in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I saw them, but it, it didn't even register with me that you could be on top of them.
0: Absolutely, that's the same kind of like, you look at them and like I said, there's just almost no way. And if there is, what really was daunting, once you, once you start going down into the canyon, you realize that even if you see them and they may look kind of close, getting to them is insane mm-hmm. in, in some cases. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that it's just like, I, I don't think so. But then um, I started getting into a little bit of the summits. You started getting into a little bit of the summits.
1: And what then, was your first one?
0: Uh, like the first official one yeah. would be Battleship. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. Battleship. Battleship was the first one. Uh, for successful one.
1: hmm
0: I think it was one and one. Cause I tried O'Neill and failed <laughs> the first time.
1: Oh, you tried O'Neill like without. And I Ian? tried
0: uh, Coronado oh. and failed.
1: No. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. I, I was
1: much more successful when I started doing summits.
0: You absolutely were. So <laughs> tell your history of it.
1: Uh, my first one was New Year's, or yeah, New Year's Eve, 2017. It was Keop's Pyramid. I later did the plateau, much later. Um, and that was a good one. It was, uh, I mean, we would think it's easy now, <laughs> but at the time I thought it was um, pretty sketch. Uh, just a long, loose traverse, um, which <laughs> again, now it's that's just kind of par for the course for Grand Canyon Summits. Um, it was a good one, and then that just kind of lighted, lit, lit the fire. Lighted
0: a fire, yeah. Lighted a flame.
1: Yeah. No, is it lit? No, it's
0: lit. No. <laughs> Get lit. <laughs> cool disclaimer. You just said that. Looking back now, it's easy. I, you got to be careful with that, right? Saying any kind That's of summit. That's true. In we Grand should Canyon. know
1: better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it will always be quite a day. mm mm-hmm. um, And even the easiest day is still a challenge. Yeah, I mm-hmm. Just one disclaimer out there. So <laughs> all right. So that was your first one. And then you, you, you had a couple more in your pocket too.
1: Yeah. Before um, we
0: before we started doing them together.
1: Upwards of 10. Uh, not 10 though. Uh, so I think that our first ISIS attempt was going to be my tenth. Um, and instead O'Neill was um summit number 10 for me. Um, so I had done some of the big ones, um, Brahma, um, what is that noise
0: i don't know someone's like either being murdered or having a really good time in one of the condos (laughs) next to us
1: okay distracting yeah um bizarre i think was the next big one on the list for both of us it's just it's right there every single time you're on the south room you see it um
0: yeah no it's i mean it's tall it's it's uh somewhere in the neighborhood of i'm not checking my notes here at all um six thousand eight hundred and sixteen feet <laughs> it's all <laughs> so i mean no matter what it, it i mean it does it goes up to the kaibab right
1: um mm-hmm.
0: so it goes up to basically the top layer of grand canyon um and it's it's absolutely one of the most prominent when you're looking across the landscape of grand canyon from the south rim it's boom it pops mm-hmm. um and so we did a couple together. Uh, I failed with, well, we failed at ISIS, our first attempt. You snagged it, though. Um, I, was Thanks, yeah. <laughs> I was not there. Thanks,
1: Carlos and Rory.
0: Yeah. I was not there. team. And, oh, wow. All right. That was the end of episode one, and it. that is the end of the
1: podcast. <laughs> we got denied by some gnarly weather on ISIS. And
0: late starts and thinking we could do it in one day.
1: Correct. Stuff, so. That was a mistake.
0: uh so we yeah so then we set our eyes on zoroaster and we set up ourselves uh to do uh, three days two nights we were to hike down to camp the first night second day get up and climb zoroaster and then third day exit Mm -hmm. and you got the permits for it uh, at the backcountry office or i did no i got those permits I remember because I was looking at the spreadsheet today. I got the permits for us to, to do it. Uh, we gathered up the gear. I borrowed the lightweight. Oh, so we got. We should say this is a technical canyon. This canyon, uh, canyon. This is a technical summit. All right, so what's that mean?
1: Uh, that it requires gear and ropes um, yeah. to get up.
0: Yeah, yeah, rock climbing. Yeah. Uh, technical rock climbing, fifth class. And for those of you who know rock climbing it is there's a couple different routes on it there's two well there's three now but there's two main ones Hmm. there is the northeasterette which is the one we went for and will eventually go for again and that's a five nine which is a description of the difficulty uh and then there's the screaming sky crack which is a five eleven and there's another one that's like an 11 plus i think that uh, zach harrison put up a couple years ago with Zack snyder Huh. I, think, I think Snyder had some, some, or Jeff Snyder. I said Zach twice. <laughs> um, and so anyway, it, it's technical. So I borrowed some of the lightweight gear from AJ. He has these newer cams that were, pff, I would say, they're not half the weight of my cams. Oh, by the way, if you don't know what a cam is, it's, it's a piece of climbing gear that protects you as you go up. And his were like half the weight of mine, and, which is important. I mean, weight's a big deal for this, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you you say?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we had enough backpacking gear, obviously, for three days. So that's food, water, um, because the water in Sumner Wash is not guaranteed. Um, And you reminded me earlier today that we didn't have any there, which is likely going to be the case this weekend um, as well. Uh, So that's something to keep in mind. Um, Yeah. Let's talk about weight. sleeping bag. yeah, all the normal backpacking gear, plus the ropes, plus the cams. They're heavy packs. Yeah. I th- didn't we weigh ours, actually, we the night before Zorro?
0: We did. And mine was, like, way heavier than yours.
1: That's not true. Oh, no. It's not
0: true at all. <laughs> no, yours was actually heavier than mine.
1: We are doing a live fact check on the podcast as well.
0: Yeah, a live fact check.
1: Yeah, I just fact checked it. Oh, you did? Wow, around.
0: you did that quick.
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> <No. laughs> it sounded like someone just texted me. I'm not good I at believe.
0: the <laughs> uh, yeah we can enter all those funny sound effects but yeah let's talk about weight uh, let's talk about gearing up throwing in the backpack so you went through it quick but let's talk about it. we've got a tent all right you've got a really good tent it weighs what one and a half pounds yeah we, you've got sleeping bags but for that trip the weather allowed you took a sleeping bag
1: Oh I always take sleeping bag <laughs> I
0: did not I took um oh,
1: that's right. i took
0: a bivy sack
1: mm-hmm.
0: you've got sleeping pads we've got some pretty cush sleeping pads they're not the lightest you, you get don't those... think
1: so i think they're pretty light
0: oh have you those thermo rests they're like only from hip to head hip to shoulders and they're like really thin that roll up i don't know those are like or the foldy ones the accordion ones hmm. do you know what i'm talking about
1: i do i oh, just okay. ours pack down smaller oh the size and they're extremely comfortable
0: those are two awesome characteristics. Neither one of those are weight. <laughs> <laughs> they do pack down very small, way smaller than any therm rest would, and they are super comfortable. Um, but they're not the lightest. Anyway, <laughs> they're comfortable. Um, pillows, inflatable pillows, not the most comfortable, but very lightweight.
1: Shoot, mine... Doesn't even keep air anymore. forgot about that.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. We'll All have to right, figure I'd that out. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, okay, and then water. So water is a big deal in the canyon. It always is. You are, unless you're like on the Bright Angel Trail in the summer, then you've got water. Well, it's still an issue, but they shut it off in the winter. But we're not doing that. So we're going to get to Phantom Ranch and have water up until that point. And after that, we have to supply our own. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about still having...
1: A day and a half.
0: Yeah including cooking,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, coffee, drinking, um, all that good stuff. And so water becomes a very significant amount. I think I brought like five. I think I brought five liters, and I think I'm going to bring at least five liters. I might throw in another liter. I might do six liters. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a lot, but. um, And then what else do you have? Oh, climbing gear, which the metal, big metal cams are quite significantly heavy. And those are very important, but thankfully, this route only takes, if you know climbing, this takes a full rack, and that's it. Um, you don't have to have doubles on anything, and so that's actually really nice. Uh, the harness and uh, belay devices, so grigri's are pretty heavy, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking we might not each take a grigri. gree if you get to the mm-hmm. top and top belay, you don't need a gri gri only the belayers do. So we could only, we could use just one of those. Um, people are falling asleep who don't know climbing stuff right now. Well, we got that. What else do we have for weight that we're carrying? Oh, food. Shoes? Oh, shoes. Well, shoes. shoes? Yes.
1: Well, at least on this trip, I'll be carrying my harness and shoes in for a reason as opposed to um, our last <laughs> canyon venture when I took my climbing shoes in for, Hi <laughs> yeah,
0: this past weekend we did a long, long 13 hour day trip, canyoneering trip, technical canyoneering, repelling through waterfalls and all that. You don't need your climbing shoes or chalk bag, but Carrie decided to bring those for some reason.
1: Decided is the well, wrong yes. word. Well, <laughs> yes, you did
0: not decide. To.
1: <laughs> did not check my bag.
0: No, um, yeah, climbing and shoes and yep. food. And so food is is interesting, and I kind of brought this up earlier today. I mean, I've thought about it always, but dehydrated food is a great thing if you have water on the trail because dehydrated food doesn't have water. You have to rehydrate it. So you're balancing the water you have to bring to rehydrate that. If you have like a creek and you can filter water and use that for your dehydrated food, yeah, awesome. 100%. You don't have to carry that water. But in this case, we're not gonna have water, so we're gonna have to carry the water to rehydrate the food, and which still might be better. I think it still will be better off. Um, so, what are your favorite foods for a trip like this?
1: I mean, calorie-wise, I think that the dehydrated meals are biggest bang for your buck. Um, hmm. I know you do the burritos, and those have a lot of calories. Um, they're heavy, I don't yeah. know. Um, so I'm gonna go dehydrated meal for sure. And then hopefully we'll get all those good reward treats. Um, hopefully we'll earn them. The Reese's, the beer, etc.
0: Yeah. So, all right, so we went down, we went to Phantom Ranch and we hung out for a while because it was warm, right? It was hot down at Phantom.
1: It was, yeah. Um, so we enjoyed some lemonade yeah. and beer for yeah. a few hours. Oh, and we met, um, we met a through hiker, guy hiking the AZT um, south to north. So he was real close to being done, making his way across the Grand Canyon. He did finish. Um, I hmm. think he was gonna chill in Phantom Ranch for a few days and kind of, um, yeah, get a little boost of energy. Gosh, and I can't remember his trail. Greyhound, his name was Greyhound. Oh, that um, is and His Instagram is GreyhoundHikes. He's awesome um, from Portland. He's done a ton of through hikes, so we chatted with him for a long time. While sipping on lemonade and Mm beer. And then finally made our way um, up to Sumner. Um, Steep hike out of Phantom. Yeah. Um, But short. It's two miles from Phantom Ranch to Sumner Wash. So super short, just very, very steep with all that weight.
0: Yeah, Phantom Ranch is a great spot, big trees. Uh, There's a, like a, what would you call it? A cantina down Mm -hmm. there that has snacks and like you said, lemonade and beer. So went down there, had time to kill. So heat of the day, got out of the heat of the day, went up to, you said Sumner. So Sumner is a giant wash that kind of like flows out from the bottom of Zoroaster, underneath Zoroaster. And that was where our camp was. So went up there, made camp, um, probably ate our dinner, and enjoyed a beautiful gorgeous sunset Uh, always a gorgeous sunset uh Casey is going to be blown away Mm -hmm. by it i just gave it away a little bit of the next one um looking at Zoraster went to sleep woke up the next morning hiked up Sumner Wash because it's quite a what would you say I'd say maybe like two miles
1: yeah I mean it took an hour
0: to get up to where you need to actually the do break some climbing itself. like a spot that the only spot that you can really go to ascend to the next level of the canyon up higher so we're down we're down kind of low at this point so we find the red wall break well we already knew it. you already been there
1: correct
0: uh, on a previous trip to brahma this is my first one um, scrambled our way up that red wall break uh, in, in good time i think we did really well
1: That's the best part of the whole summit, I think. It's such a fun little scramble up that red wall break. So chill, just like scrambly fun.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good time on that that limestone, that red wall limestone. Mm
1: -hmm. We sang some songs, remember?
0: We sang some songs. I did. I
1: think it was like, it's peanut butter scramble time. Peanut Peanut butter (laughs) scramble time.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's (laughs) right, because we're scrambling. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you got to be goofy on these times when you're like starting to get tired from the day before and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yep, so peanut butter scramble timed our way through the red <laughs> wall break. And then we had to uh, get above this this layer that is either, I don't know, I have a, like a love-hate, I wouldn't even say love. I have like a tolerate-slash-hate <laughs> relationship with this layer in Grand Canyon. It's the Supai high layer. There's four different named sections of this layer. And it's it can just be... It can, it's really, it's pretty brittle and it can be pretty tough to get through. The the red wall layer of Grand Canyon, you either have a path or you don't. Like it's dominating. The red wall layer of Grand Canyon is dominant. The Supai is this sneaky little punk (laughs) that can cause you to start traversing over to the right and traversing over to the left and trying to figure out how to get past it. Um, I think we did a great job though.
1: Mm -hmm. There was one section I think that we were unsure of Um, and the (laughs) uh, the initial route that we found up um, just had like a really difficult move on it and we were like gosh there must be an easier way look to the left look to the right traversed around and that ended up being um, the right way to go up. It was just um, a real sketch move uh, which we did and it was. (laughs) fine-ish we'll do it again yeah this weekend
0: um i I hope i i I would love to find that spot really fast and just go for it Mm -hmm. that'll save a lot of time because we did we did kind of look around for a while so we we conquered the supai layers and then there's a long traverse towards zoraster you have then ahead of you it seems like it's close at that point, but it's just, it's still not. Like, you still have a lot of hiking to get to the base because you actually go past, not really kind of past it, but you, you, you have to like traverse staying low and you want to get up there, but you just got to stay low. And then you have the next layer, this, it, it's like still a little bit of the supai, but then there's some hermit shale, which is even, can be even like more crumbly than the supai uh one of your favorite parts of this area because of what
1: the hand lines
0: yeah hell yeah that's my favorite part yeah (laughs) so talk about those
1: um how many were there Four.
0: Ooh, i was thinking three there could be four
1: no i think there are four so i thought going into it like i have an awful memory so just ignore like half of what i say but when i did brahma i (laughs) (laughs) i thought that there were a lower number like three and then I think when you and I um, attempted Zorro, I was surprised by how many hand lines there were. And granted, a couple of them could have been new from when I um, did Brahma. But. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: Party fell.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't spill anything. I'm kidding. I was trying to get the, the last, don't know that. last bit of the rye whiskey in
1: my belly. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're just fun. They're muscly. And I guess that's. Describe a, a handline. Um it's a rope <laughs> attached to. What were they? A t- trees, a sure. tree, tree at the top of a basically completely vertical wall, slick. Um, yeah, you're not getting up there without that rope. No. Unless you're Alex Honnold.
0: Sure.
1: Totally. Fine. Sure. All right. Anyways. Or Chris Sharma. <laughs> Love you, Alex Honnold.
0: Love you, Chris Sharma. <laughs> well,
1: uh, I, I
0: was so just to give a little another description. I was think think I call it batmaning up a rope. Because back in the day, in the old school days, old Batman used to climb buildings handlining,
1: like oh. like going
0: up it with your feet against the wall and pulling mm-hmm. up on a rope, and so I call it Batman.
1: Yeah, I just like it because I'm super super strong. So you,
0: you are, <laughs> I five. I mean, this girl seriously, when I saw what the handlines were on Brahma, or on this route, I'm like I'm worried. I'm like oh crap, because like you can't fall on that mm-hmm. when you get up to the top. And you're not hooked in it's not a protected ascent like climbing is but yeah she rocks it
1: plus we're wearing packs huge that are yeah heavy super (laughs) weighing you down yeah um but it's super fun i would do that all day long Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so
0: we ascended the hand line section uh and then there's like actually a really cool traverse uh on some loose stuff but like i thought it was kind of interesting and fun To get to the saddle between Brahma and Zoroaster,
1: Which is an epic spot. It's so beautiful up there. I mean, really, once you get up above the red wall break, like, you're just out there. You know, you um, hike in down South Kaibab, go through Phantom Ranch that is just, like, swarming with people. Small zoo. Yeah. (laughs) And then once you're on top of that red wall, I mean, there's no one. You really feel that you're... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry i'm reaching for my beer here
1: you really feel that you're just out there um in the wilderness
0: and... well, because you are yeah uh, you are you that's in don't fuck up zone
1: yeah i'm gonna call that um, now okay, dfz so some of us freak you're out in the dfc
0: and... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i've come up with a couple of uh words oh, and okay. phrases in my life here's another one don't or uh when you're there you're in the dfc
1: Chuck back in in 10 years when that gets added to <laughs> Merriam-Webster.
0: Yeah. No, the Oxford. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Chillax just got added recently <laughs> to the to the Oxford Dictionary, and I came up with chillax.
1: I hope uh, Sydney's not it's tuning into to that.
0: I hope she is. Well, <laughs> she will be are you kidding me the only people listening to this are going to be family members
1: hi mom
0: <laughs> yeah hi mom and sydney both both our moms and our sisters will be the pretty yeah. much the only ones listening to this <laughs> thanks guys i'll force a couple i think of my friends. sister's
1: too busy now
0: <laughs> oh no crap no, we lost a listener, lost the listener. Ah!
1: fuck you grad school <laughs> oh man
0: oh uh, um yeah so we're in the dfc don't fuck up, zone.
1: Okay, so I um, was trying to put a positive <laughs> spin on, like, being out in the wilderness, that it's beautiful. Oh, it is. And especially the Brahma Zoraster saddle, you're just in between these two um, just massive summits, and, huge. like, you're, you're close to both of them, too. So, like you said, like, from far away, it seems like, oh, yeah, I could get up that, and then when you're right next to them and realize how huge and daunting they are, um, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, The, the capstone, the, let's see, what would you call it? The, the top part, that part that you actually climb of Zoroaster is the Coconino sandstone. And when you're on the South Rim looking at it, it doesn't look that, I mean, it looks big, but when you are underneath it, looking up, you're like, oh crud. I didn't, I didn't know how this was going to be a five or six pitch climb, you know, 600 feet. But when you're underneath it, you're like, oh, yep. That's yeah. That's 600 feet. (laughs) Like 600 feet that's a lot
1: it is all right so, so we it's... took um we took a long break at the base of yeah. yeah. restaurant. i think that that was um honestly like if we're going to talk about why we didn't get to the top i think mm-hmm. that might have been one of the big reasons yeah. yeah i think we were fairly efficient um through the scrambly parts through oh, the yeah red wall supai etc um couldn't have shaved off that much time no, realistically.
0: We did, we did great on Yeah, that.
1: especially it being your first time, and it might as well have been my first time because my memory is non-existent, so.
0: Wait, <laughs> you already said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then long break up there, um, which I think we'll, we'll cut down on that for this, um, this upcoming trip. Oh, for sure. But yeah, so we got ready, packed our day pack for the climb. Um, filled our bellies with snacks and then yeah started the climb
0: yeah and so i won't talk i don't want to talk too much about the climb because i feel like we'll, we'll go into detail during the live show mm-hmm. like what happened and stuff but i mean i mean not super detailed but we we climbed it <clears throat> we went up the it's so it's a it's a if you know climbing it's a five or six pitch climb depending if you connect the first and second pitch we did not connect the first and second pitch
1: we didn't no. which you definitely can the first one's real short
0: oh, super short yeah but i felt like it was such a good ledge i just get, mm-hmm. get you up there um did the first pitch totally fought. well okay. no, no i was gonna
1: say this is like the one thing i remember from the whole climb <laughs> yeah um first move of the first pitch when you were leading what happened
0: <laughs> uh i went i mean yeah right off the ground like right foot up push up pull on what i thought was a nice, good, stable hold, and pretty much yanked like a, like say the the top of a of a nightstand size, rock that shifted on me, like just like, and and like that freaked me out a little bit right off the bat mm-hmm. because Grand Canyon's like that. What was the song? I climb oh. loose rocks.
1: Oh yeah, or something
0: like that. I don't remember what it was. There was a
1: a song at the climbing gym
0: gym. yeah tonight that that's oh man yeah well anyway um damn i wish i remembered that yeah but yeah pulled on that and if anyone's ever done any scrambling summiting hiking in grand canyon it's loose rocks and pulled on that and that kind of put it in my head i was i don't know i got i got a little mentally um apprehensive uh, right off the bat and so yeah pulled that and re re uh, <laughs> reorganized my brain and then went up and did the first pitch uh, the second pitch had a little bit of trouble with getting off the ground and here's why and i'm not claiming to be the most rock solid mental <laughs> leader in the world but here's why i started the the first couple of moves couldn't find pro scramble back down down climbed down climbing is a great skill by the way went back up looked around came back down what was in my head is if i go up above this ledge come off Mm -hmm. you know 10 feet off before i can get a piece because i couldn't find a piece and i bust my ankle if i break my ankle leg god forbid anything like that We are in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. This is not just like, oh, wait for rescue. Like this is like, you gotta, you gotta help yourself kind of thing in a, in a sense. So that was in the back of my head. This, this damn first little bit took me about, I don't know. I don't want to admit it. It took me a long time.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, you know this, you said it yesterday. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it took me like half an hour to get the first piece in (laughs) before I could progress. But, um, eventually did it got up the first pitch uh carrie rocked it she said she actually like would feel like she could even lead that pitch (laughs) by the way if
1: i knew how to place gear yeah
0: so that's another part of the uh, (laughs) one of the harder parts of this success oh yeah was that i was leading every pitch Mm -hmm. and you know dealing with a lot of logistics and 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 the climbing and stuff like that and carrying the rack and and you know just all that stuff these are excuses and excuses are terrible but um, that'll come to play in the middle of the fourth pitch. So yeah. did the first pitch, great. Second pitch ended up after that first move being good, um, which was a belay off of like this raggedy. We're taking a lot of webbing to replace it if it needs it because this is a raggedy, raggedy webbing. Uh, third pitch went <clears throat> went well. The last move of the third pitch I came off of a couple times. It's like a really tough. I'd call it like I. I mean. Honestly, it's probably like a V3 move, but you're in the middle of Grand Canyon with this huge drop exposure. So maybe a V3 kind of move, which is another term that maybe you know or you don't know. Tough move uh, above your above a number three that's placed in this sandstone that is coming off as dust. So imagine the thing protecting you is also kicking dust off because it's getting weaker <laughs> and weaker as you keep falling on it. Like that
1: move was hard following yeah, that was yeah a tough the rest move. of the route totally fine i got to that movement i was like oh shit <laughs> i don't know if i can do this and yeah. there is no risk of me you know really getting hurt or anything bad happening and it was still scary
0: yeah yeah it's a tough move um i think you did really well on it so got to the top of that uh got to that big ledge there's a huge almost like a bivy ledge mm-hmm. and i started i didn't say anything but i started feeling it there like i was just like you know like mouth is dry like brain is like a little slow but um started up on the climb on the on the third pitch or what would be then the fourth pitch sorry mm-hmm. uh started plugging gear it was it's actually I b i can't wait to do that pitch again i really can't and i couldn't I think see it because i was belaying
1: you... you from around the corner so i didn't see any of the climb except the first like Move or two. Yeah,
0: and you didn't experience that, but Mm-mm. like you're gonna love that pitch. It, it actually is a really good pitch with some good hand jams. <laughs> I know
1: you like jam, <laughs>
0: but like it's just really good climbing. I got up, there was a piece that was um, uh, a bale piece. Oh, oh right. two of them. Yep. Two pieces. So someone had bailed right there. And that actually is kind of funny because I got, I, I took those pieces out, put my own piece in, went up a little bit further. And, all, and I'd say all of a sudden, but it's not really all of a sudden. I could feel it in my forearms. Every time I was doing a move and jamming, my, my hand was closing involuntarily. Mm-hmm. I was cramping. I started cramping. I started trying to shake it off. I started trying to, I always try to breathe out as much as I can to lower the acidity of my blood. I get the <laughs> CO2 out. It does help. No,
1: I know. I just, yeah. I've heard you do it so many times. I can just hear <laughs> yeah. it in my head right now.
0: Trying to get that. <laughs> yeah. Get that, get that. If get the anyone is
1: about to have a baby, Nick can be your coach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lamaze is not just for baby, uh, baby practice, baby practice. Ooh. All right. So, um, Yeah, so hands started clenching, left hand started clenching, right hand started clenching. I was cramping up. I was really trying to get these moves done, but like the way, the climbing here is not, you can't, I mean, you can't fake it. Like you can't, there's no work around when you can't use your hands in
1: climbing. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Then I thought I could sit there and rest for a while and like bang on them like and, and kind of breathe and get it done. But then I started making moves and my back started cramping like my mid back, both sides started clenching up and I don't know, like I got put anyone in that situation. And if your life was determined on it, maybe I could arrest it a little bit and like just power mm-hmm. through. But it was not it was not good. I mm-hmm. was I was cramping up. I was seizing up and I still had two more pitches to go. And
1: after realistically, that. like uh, this was all taking time. Um, it was yes. getting at some point um we both started becoming much more aware of the time of day and how much daylight we had left. We knew we were going to be hiking back in the dark mm-hmm. regardless yeah um, but I think we didn't want to be um, doing all of the repels in the dark um I, and just kind of yeah. minimizing what we had to do at night.
0: yeah I think yeah I was I was actually concerned at that point about summoning in the dark like like you you can repel I've repelled in the dark more than a handful of times mm-hmm. climbing in the dark
1: yeah, is something story. i
0: just don't i don't know
1: yeah
0: um so at that point i couldn't i mean even i mean we couldn't i, I don't think i could have gotten to the top i really don't or else i wouldn't have backed off i couldn't use my hands and <laughs> my back was starting to cramp like i was done mm-hmm. i was worried about actually getting off of there yeah like being able to repel like hold my repel rope
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah so, so you came
1: down, and mm-hmm. it, it was so tough for me because I don't know how to lead trad. I mean, I had really just started climbing in earnest when I met you, so not super long. Um, I'm not an experienced climber, definitely no experience um, leading trad, and so I just couldn't help. You know, I said yeah. on some of those pitches, like, oh, man, I, I think I could do that move. I might be able to do the move if it's leading up to a bolt, um, but yeah, placing gear... I wouldn't want anyone to fall on it, that's for yeah. damn sure. No, I'd be irresponsible. Um, yeah, totally. So I felt pretty helpless. Also, um, I've never experienced that type of cramping. So I had no idea what you were dealing with. Um,
0: I'm the cramp master.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Maybe part of the reason is <laughs> the lack of water. That is um, the reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not maybe part of. I've been drinking so much water today. So. So you
1: come down um, and (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, my mind immediately went to, could we just sleep up on this ledge (laughs) and like try again at six in the morning, (laughs) just like knock it out real fast, have a big day tomorrow, you know, summit, get down, hike out, go to work on Monday. (laughs) That's honestly what was going through my mind, even though I knew it was unrealistic and mm. extremely irresponsible
0: <laughs> uh, but not a terrible idea I mean, a terrible
1: no. idea we didn't even have your bibby with us No. Uh, nor did we have um, water <laughs> no <laughs> we had like
0: I think at that point we maybe had like a half liter. Oh, Yeah. Oh, right. ma-
1: maybe less I was yeah. pretty much dry and I was like I don't need to drink I won't drink until we get down <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm stubborn sometimes yeah. and I think which can be cool yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, everyone?
0: <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's gotten us through some stuff. So yeah. So that was done. Uh, we decided to retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, just couldn't go up anymore. So started rappelling the route, which is not the n- normal rappel route anymore. Uh, got to the second to last rappel. <laughs> started rappelling. I I tried my best. I actually even like moved the rope through this tree. There's like three trees in the way of this route. And so I move my rope strategically for the pull. So repelling is one thing, and then you have to pull a rope down. And so I thought I set it up perfectly to where like it would like wrap around the one side of this tree and come through. I pulled the rope, it got stuck. And I pulled as hard as I could. I used all my weight. Um, we could have sat around and done maybe like, I could have led back up possibly if my hands were working and retrieved the rope. But <clears throat> I measured out the last repel, decided it was okay, cut the rope, and use the remaining part of the rope to get ourselves back down to our bags and to the saddle. And yeah, so left some of the rope up there. My 70 meter beautiful rope, the monster that I love.
1: That will one day be made into Zorro leashes.
0: That's right. We decided we're going to take that rope and make uh, dog leashes out of it and call them Zorro leashes. It'll be awesome. <laughs> we still need to do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so gathered our stuff, defeated, uh, hiked down in a pretty crazy little little descent down to the campsite. In the dark, we, we came upon... So we didn't come up this, or Sorry, we didn't go down the same way we came up. We ended up following what was kind of the normal ascent route for everyone else, I think.
1: I don't really know. I mean, it was dark. We, um, we did some repels in the dark, yeah, um, not being able to see the bottom of the rope, which was a little scary.
0: Absolutely. There was one <laughs> point I pulled the rope up to me, through it, trying to see if I could tell if it hit the ground or not. And one of the two repels, one of them, I, I, I knew it hit the ground. Well, actually, because there was knots in it, and I took the knots out. Mm -hmm. um the other one i didn't know so i pulled it all up i put a knot on the bottom of it so that i wouldn't repel off the Mm -hmm. end of the rope number one climbing death accident is repelling off the end of the rope um but everything ended up being okay repelled a couple of those got down to camp
1: like 11 o'clock passed out Yeah. Ate a bunch of food. I ate a bunch of food. I don't think you did.
0: No, I never
1: ate a bunch of food. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was interesting, though. I mean, you said, like, you know, we started down feeling defeated, but you kind of can't feel defeated for super long when you have that big of a descent still left in front of you. Like, the day was not over just because we didn't get to the top of the summit. So your mind definitely switches right back to, like, game mode and, um, yeah, needing to get down and be efficient and safe um it's true yeah still an adventure getting down for sure oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh
0: man some of those times we were traversing across the supai and you put your headlamp down <laughs> to the right and there's nothing it's an mm-hmm. abyss and it's like a foot away from the little path that you're following it's freaky it's absolutely freaky. sorry
1: mom and nick's mom
0: <laughs> yeah i think my mom's getting a little better at this
1: oh my mom's not yeah <laughs> probably just turned it off we lost <laughs> another listener damn it ha. all
0: right well for the four <laughs> other listeners there that no oh, that's that's stretching it for the two other <laughs> listeners that are here casey and my sister um so we got to camp and and yeah and the rest of it was i mean it's a tough exit it's always a tough exit. you know the worst part of the
1: exit though um <laughs> we are climbing out south kaibab and we see these two and you know it's a oh. a steep climb out sk always and we had all this gear and you know we hadn't even reached the summit so we're trudging along and these two guys are coming down i noticed that they had helmets um, and a rope so like oh hey what are you what are you guys doing they're like we're doing zoroaster i was like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) can we come with you
0: (laughs) yeah you wanted to take off leave me and go with those guys
1: (laughs) say leave you
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i couldn't do it i was a mess (laughs) So, yeah, uh, exit Grand Canyon. And so we're we're going for it again. Yeah. We're going to get it this time. Here's what's changing. Number one, we know the route. We can be a little more efficient Mm -hmm. after camp. We already know the route. Easy. We've done that route to camp. We know the route. We know the route up to Supai. We'll get that done a little more efficient. Biggest one, though, is that we are pulling into the team another canyon brat. Well, he's not a canyon brat, but he soon will he be. He will be. Or, AKA, if we change the name to mountain monkeys, another mountain monkey, depending on you guys' vote, we're bringing in Mr. Casey Bauer, my longtime friend, strong climber. He loves the idea of, of going up Zora Esser. It's been on his list for a long time. So we, we pushed and we pushed to get him on the team. We did, we pushed pretty hard. And so we'll have a team of three. Now, most of you guys out there who are climbers, you know that teams of three can take longer. But with swapping leads, this is Mm -hmm. going to be great. So I'm very much looking forward to that. We're changing that. I think that's about it (laughs) all we're changing, really.
1: We just need Casey. We just need Casey. (laughs)
0: Yeah, we need someone to swap leads and that kind of like extra maybe boost.
1: Yeah, and just taking the pressure off one person. You know, there um, could be some pitches that are more difficult for him or for you and just having two people rather than just one be able to take that responsibility is going to be awesome yeah yeah
0: yep uh so that's this weekend after we complete that we are looking to you guys to come up with some questions about our our quest quest questions oh Oh, i wonder if that has something to do with that word some (laughs) questions about our adventure so start thinking of questions now for the mountain monkeys for the canyon brats We're gonna come back to you successful. We're gonna have stories to tell. They're gonna be fresh on our minds. So the next episode, probably not
1: on mine. So still listen to fifty percent of what I say. You (laughs) should take notes.
0: uh, Yeah, a little like Winston Churchill (laughs) kind of thing. Um, We are gonna. So it might even be a three-part series. This might be part one. We might have to split the next one into part two. I don't know. It's gonna be a live broadcast. we will send all of the people we know, all our friends, the link of how to join up, join the chat room. I'm excited about that. We're mm-hmm. going to crack some beers. We're going to set aside some random weekday night. Uh, we'll let you know, and we'll talk about, uh, yeah, conquering Zoroaster.
1: How do you feel about it?
0: I feel possibly too confident.
1: That, I feel the same way. I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. Yeah.
0: I just think the team we have is going to be great.
1: Well, it's real interesting. I mean, I had done quite a few summits and some hard ones um, before we tried ISIS for the first time. And when we didn't get to the top, I was, like, kind of shocked. Like, I didn't really realize that that was a possibility, like, not <laughs> not doing it, you know? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I guess these aren't guaranteed. I guess you don't always, you know, trudge your way up to the top and just kind of make it work. Yeah. There are always challenges. Um so that was the first time I realized that failure was like a possibility. Um, so yeah, I'm like a little nervous. Hmm.
0: You know, I think I think Brian Kaysian does does a couple of things. I think number one, um, the climbing will get a little stronger uh, with both with swapping leads and his ability to go pretty fast. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He knows how to handle a cam. Um, And then we will help him out as well because he's not a canyon hiker. Mm -hmm. and So I think we'll be able to work well with each other. And yeah, plus we'll just have that fire to freaking get it done. Yeah. So I'm excited. So stay tuned for when this uh, next episode will be released. We're coming up, look at that, 54 minutes, perfect. Uh, Any questions, comments, I'm gonna release this real fast. This is actually gonna be the first episode released because the oh. other one I haven't even really edited yet. But um, yeah, thanks for joining us. I think, is that it? Yeah, I think sure. we're good. Yeah, all right, well let's uh, go grab some beers, watch some, yeah. some sports ball, <laughs> and uh, dream of the Grand Canyon as usual. Well, I'm Canyon Brat Nick.
1: <laughs> and I'm Mountain Monkey Carrie. I thought those weren't votes. I'm just trying to give a
0: <laughs> So potentially, I'm Canyon Brat Nick, or Mountain Monkey Nick.
1: And Canyon Brat Carrie, <laughs> Mount Monkey, Carrie. <laughs> so what? I was trying to remember a <laughs> my number. <laughs> All
0: right, you want to go watch some World Series? Yes. All right, cool. See you guys. Thanks. Woo. Zorro.
1: Woo, woo. Ow. <laughs> Whoa.